0: Hey, this is Alex Judd, and this is a bonus episode that our team recorded specifically to bring you hope and practical action items that you can use as a small business owner to tackle this whole coronavirus situation. So here's Daniel Tardy with Ramsey personality, Chris Hogan. Hey guys, Daniel Tardy here with the Entree Leadership Team, and I'm so glad today that we have our very own Chris Hogan, Ramsey personality and best-selling author, joining us uh, to talk to you guys about what's going on right now in the world of business. Chris, welcome. Thank you, buddy. It's good to be with you. Glad to have you, man. Uh, I was just thinking about coming in here. You and I, over the, the last decade, have been through a lot of battles together, mm. and uh, we've become friends through a lot of those battles. It's funny how a crisis causes relationships to kind of forge and, and come together. And, yes. uh, you know, we're in another battle right now. Yes, we our are. company is, a country is, and certainly small business owners everywhere. How
1: have you experienced this? Hmm. Well, I mean, in reality, it, it, it makes you call on the best of yourself, hmm. right? Because you either engage or flee. And I think one of the things that I love about what we are as a company is we don't flee. We're going to engage it. And that means we're going to look at it and we're going to try to do the right thing. We're going to try to make the best decisions we can. Mm. And I've enjoyed it, to be honest. I've enjoyed seeing it. I've enjoyed to see the reaction. Mm. I've enjoyed seeing our leadership rise to the top. Uh, really looking at things and not trying to have a sugar coated kind of this view, but understanding how do we move forward right now? What can we do? And it's not this wishing well, but this is really a matter of hitting the ground running and having a plan that's fluid. And by that meaning that it's able to change and ebb and flow Mm -hmm. with what, what we need done.
0: Well, you know, a lot of business leaders, I think, I think we hear that and we go, great, we should adapt and be fluid. Uh, but if I'm honest, I'm kind of scared. Hmm. And I'm not necessarily
1: sure what direction to go. So talk about the uh-huh. idea of fear and still making decisions to go forward. Oh, listen to me. This, without a shadow of a doubt, has caused some fear. And some concern. But I think the thing that I realize is that we can't stay there, yeah. which means you've got to move. You know, it's like that squirrel in the middle of the road, right? If you've got two big trucks coming and you got a squirrel sitting there in the middle of the road and they're trying to turn left and turn right and no- if they don't make a decision, we're going to hear a <laughs> dun, right. And that's not a good thing. And so the reality is, is that in looking at it, yes, we are nervous. Yes, we are can have some fear, but we can't let it dominate us. Uh, You know, I'm saying a lot Control the controllables. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want to waste emotional energy. We don't want entree leaders out there don't want to waste emotional energy. So what do you do? And I think that's really the next step of being clear on your next step and clear with the information you have. Well, it sounds like you're saying that indecision from fear is really the wrong decision. You know, and what's funny is, Daniel, it's the lesson we end with at Master Series. It's called spineless leader. And really talking about that, and it's so applicable that we end with that as we send people back to go back and engage their market and engage their team. A decision has to be made. Mm -hmm. And I think too often times we try to make the perfect decision Mm -hmm. or the right decision. No, no, no. You've got to make a call based on the information you have, the desire of your heart, and then work to make it right. Mm -hmm. And that's keeping yourself moving in that direction.
0: Do you think business leaders right now
1: maybe need a little permission to hear, You're going to make
0: some wrong decisions like you're not going to get it perfect. I mean, you never do. Right. But right right now, it's not all going to be great.
1: No, I think it absolutely is the time for them to hear, hey, number one, you're not in this alone. Mm. I know that's something Mm. we're going to talk about a little bit later, but make a call. Make a call based on your heart. Uh, and then right now, we've got some entree leaders that are having to make some tough decisions. Mm-hmm. They're making decisions about whether to retain some people or let some people go, uh, making decisions about pivoting inside of their business. This is a tough time. And they've got to really be clear and have their wits about them, about how they're going to move forward. Talk a
0: bit about when you're making those tough decisions, the value of looking out a year from now, five years from now, and backing into... Oh this decision I have today.
1: Yeah. I think that's vital. I think that framework of going, okay, what do I want people to say about how I handle that? You know, we're all good at doing autopsies, right? And that's where you look back on things and you wonder, hey, did I handle that well? Did I flake too much? And so I think leaders would want to say that, wow, I did a few things. Number one, I cared about my team and I cared about my business. I communicated well to my team, even in the midst of not knowing everything, I was clear about the direction that we're going right wrong or indifferent i was clear and fourth i stayed connected Mm -hmm. right i think the worst thing leaders could do right now is to bottle things up and not share with their team and that's one of the things i was proud about how our team handled it we communicated i mean we got real as some as, as a leadership team and talking about where we are and what we need to do but we also communicated that to the team
0: you know chris you bring up an interesting point when we're communicating with our team with our customers, there's a two-way thing going on where we want to know how's everybody feeling, and then we also know that some people are going to be critical of how we make decisions. Yes. When they tell us how they're feeling, they're going to use that as an opportunity to let us know they don't approve. Yes. I, I as a leader, if I confess my, my inner dark secrets here, uh, there's times I care about approval. Right. I don't want to be criticized. That's right. And if I let that impact my decision-making... Man, that's not a a good place to make a decision from. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. we're all human. Right. We all want approval. And when we get criticism, we start to back away from the decisions we got to make. How do we balance that tension?
1: Well, I think, number one, if we're all honest, I appreciate your honesty. And I'll say the same thing. I don't want to hear criticism. I don't want to hear negatives about what somebody wishes I would have done or handled better. But that comes with leadership. Mm -hmm. The moment you sit in that chair or you take on that role and put on that hat, welcome to the club right? And it's great when it's good, but it's not so good when it's hard. And so what you have to do is make a decision. And I talk about this in in Master Series. Mm. You have to decide as a leader, do you want to be popular or do you want to be effective? Mm. Now, if you want to be popular, then all you're going to do is tell people what they want to hear, and you're never going to step on toes, and you probably won't take the necessary risk you need to take because you want everybody to like you. You want everybody to like what you did. But if you want to be effective, Uh, Being effective means you mattered. Mm -hmm. It means you did some things that maybe some people didn't like, but it was for the sake of the business or the overall good of the team. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important for leaders to wake up right now and say, I'm choosing to be effective today, and I'm going to do what's necessary, and I'm going to ruffle some feathers. It's okay. It's not my intent, but I can't please everybody. It seems like practically right now, for
0: some businesses, that might mean they're either going to pick between adhering with the social pressure or... Basically, staying open, having a business that's still alive in six months from now that's
1: that's a heavy decision it is a heavy decision, and guess what either way daniel you're going to catch flack if you close down and to, and send people home you're going to hear about that, and if you stay open, guess what you're going to hear about that. I think that popular versus effective thing is more applicable right now than ever, mm-hmm. and so what do you what's for the best interest of the business? What's for the best interest of the team? And I think at some point, you have to take a stand. You really do. And I think the less we worry about what the masses think and more about, hey, what's the best thing to do for my team? Mm. What's the best thing to do for my customers? And I think that filter is going to require the leader to have some spine, to be able to stand Mm -hmm. up straight and take whatever comes, the positives along Mm -hmm. with the negatives. Well, you make an interesting point, and I've found in my own leadership when
0: I'm When I'm trying to bow up into something and it's from a place where I'm protecting what Daniel cares about, it almost always feels internally, I feel icky or I Mm. feel fake or I fumble my words and I don't really even get the right decision made. But when I think about the team, I think about the customers. If I can selflessly put them first and go, no, I'm going to fight for them. You know, it's funny how we can fight for other people better than we can fight for ourselves. That's
1: right. No, I think that's big. And what you just tapped on is your care and concern for the people around you. What do I do to protect them? What's in the best interest? And as you said, you asked me, one year out, five years out, 10 years out. This requires us as leaders to take a bigger, longer view. And so what do you do? Guess what? This decision is fluid. As you make decisions, guess what? You're going to have to make more along the way. And so what you have to do is stay engaged, stay connected, obviously, to a higher power, And you know, as Christians, when you pray about things, you're able to see things a little bit clearer or have some discernment, right? And so for those that are Christians, I want to encourage them as leaders, keep praying, you know, keep connecting to that and being aware, but at the same time, reach out, talk to people you trust. I think that's valid. People that have experience, not opinions, but talk with them and be able to bounce it around with them and just get a feel for it. Well, it sounds like you're saying don't go it alone. Dude, that's one of the yeah. things we say with Andre. I'll never forget. I think when that, when the team rolled that out, and it was, it was several years ago, and I thought, oh, my, that's going to hit a nerve. Don't lead alone. And that's, that's strong, and that is applicable right now. You are never alone, especially if you're a part of the entree leadership uh, connection. You're never alone. And I think that's a big thing. So many people are isolated right now, Daniel, you know, with the shelter in place or working from home. We're not as connected with our teams now. And so you've got to make sure to reach out and connect not only with your team, but with someone that can give you some energy, someone that'll hear you out and encourage you. And so that's why I'm glad we're doing these types of things.
0: Chris, the types of businesses I'm not talking industry, okay? There's certain industries this is hitting harder than others. There's some industries that it's, it's creating new markets, and yes. they're scaling up to the opportunity. Put the industries aside. What's going to be true of the types of leaders who make it through this and come out victorious and stronger on the other side?
1: I think you're going to have the people that were really serious not just about their team but about their customers and about their business meaning they were doing something that that had passion to it mm-hmm. they were doing it for a reason they weren't doing it for themselves and those are the people that will make the decision to scale down those are the people that will make the decision to pivot uh, they will fight for their business uh, they really will and I think those are the ones that will either thrive or they're going to come out and their business might look different mm-hmm. and I want to give Give the leaders out there permission to be able to do that. They didn't need permission, but I'd, some of them need to hear that, that what do you need to do? How are you going to change? How are you going to pivot for the long haul? And I think they got to begin to really think and consider what does that look like? And then be open to what comes. Hmm.
0: Speak a little bit to that business owner who's going, man, a pivot would be awesome. I'm out of business and I'm done. I, it's over. Hogan, Pivoting would be cool, but listen, listen man, we we don't have customers. We don't have a team. You know, I'm trying to encourage these leaders.
1: You're still going to be here.
0: It sucks, but you can rebuild. That's right. You can relaunch.
1: Yeah. You and I were talking the other day, and I, I was coming up with, we were talking about some words. And I think for that leader that's feeling like that right now, right now you need some rest. Mm-hmm. You need to regroup. You need to recharge. And then you need to recommit. Mm-hmm. And I'm and in, that, in that order, rest. Regroup, recharge, and recommit. And that recommitting is where you say, no, no, this is the field that I call I have on my life. This is what I need to do. And now what you need to do is get some people in your life with you. You know, we talk about leadership shouldn't be done alone. Guess what? Life doesn't need to be done alone. Mm -hmm. And I've learned the hard way about what isolation can do. Mm -hmm. It's really important to open up and talk to people about what's going on, about how you're feeling. And I tell everybody, you need a coach, You need a mentor, you need a cheerleader, and you need a friend. Mm -hmm. And you need to have those four people in your life. And especially for that business owner, that entree leader right now, really having someone that can coach and guide them along the way, but a mentor, someone that's actually done some stuff that's walked through 9-11 with a business mm. or walked through the SARS epidemic in 02 or 03 or, or the Great Recession, 07 through 09, we've been through some tough stuff before. I think what we have to do is call back on what did we do to get through? Mm. And we've all battled stuff personally and in business. That spirit of someone that's not scared to fight, we all got bumps and bruises and scratches, and guess what, the people that don't quit are the ones that learn how to push forward and survive. I wanna come back to something you said earlier As performers, as leaders,
0: the idea of slowing down to rest usually isn't at the top of our list. What does rest do for a leader? It doesn't feel productive to rest, especially right now. I can't rest. I got chaos. I got to make decisions. I got to get up and go. Why do you say rest?
1: Rest is important because it allows us to get out of our own way. And what I mean by that, we were talking about being connected to something, understanding what is it you need to do, your gut, your discernment. If we don't learn how to sit still, and I mean sitting still, rest might look like you outside running. I know you love to run. Uh, it might look like you getting out and playing a round of golf. It might look like you sitting on the back porch with a cup of coffee. Sit still. And what I want you to do is allow your brain to rest and tune out uh, to watch a movie, do something that gives you an opportunity to not focus on the business. It's going to allow you to refresh. Uh, and so, you know, I'm not saying unplug and take a week off right now. That would be insane and absurd, but we can take some periods of time where mentally we can regroup a little bit and re-energize. I
0: was thinking about that idea of recharging. I've got a cordless drill that's got the battery, you know, and if you're working on a project and eventually you get to that Last screw, it's halfway in. The battery's <laughs> dying, and you're trying to force it. Yes. And it's just like this ten-pound screwdriver. You're like, gurr, 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 you know? it's done. It's time to put the battery on. And the you
1: could want that thing. It could be the last <laughs> screw before you unveil the project to the. It's done. Yeah. The battery doesn't have anything else. And I think that's what I'm talking about. When you get that kind of tired, where you can't think clearly, and you're just mm-hmm. running on empty, you don't have anything to give, and the business still needs you to give, and your team does too. Invariably,
0: what happens, I try to force it and it slips, and I bloody my knuckles, and I wish that I had just done the right thing to begin with. Chris, this is just, it's so encouraging to hear you talking about the value of making tough decisions in the middle of a season that's chaotic. And, you know, what I'm hearing is keep deciding, keep moving forward. You might make some wrong decisions, but guess what? You can still make another decision later that's and get right. back on track. That's right. Anything that, as you're thinking about business leaders out there who are really taking it on the chin right now, final thoughts of encouragement or advice? Uh, oxygen. These guys no. need hope right now. Yeah. No. What would you say?
1: I, I would tell them this. You know, as you begin to think back to the battles you've had before, you fought before. I'll never forget, one of my favorite pictures is looking at Muhammad Ali over Sonny Liston, and he's standing over him, right? And this was someone they said he could never defeat, that Sonny Liston was going to walk all over him, and lo and behold, Ali did it. The beauty of it, and I'm going to stay with boxing, because we're all going to get knocked down, but here's the beauty. You get to be the referee. You don't count you out. We all get a standing eight count, and guess what? You get to them ropes, and you climb up, or you grab somebody you count on, and you pull up on them, and you stay on your feet. You've got a worthy cause, the call on your life. You stand for something. And I want you to take a deep breath right now and regroup, look at where you are, and make the best decision you can in this moment. You're going to be okay because you're tough. You're going to be okay because you're strong. And I want you to stay focused to the mission of your business and the call you have on on your life. And remember, you're never in this thing alone. Reach out. Stay connected with us. We're going to be here for you.
0: I love that. Words to live by, words to to fight with, and uh, to keep pressing forward. Chris Hogan uh, teaches our Entree Leadership Master Series event. I know you have such a heart and passion for business owners and leaders out there, and it certainly shows in these words today. I'm encouraged, and our audience will be as well. So thanks for being with us. You guys keep leading, keep loving your team, keep fighting, and we're going to continue to be here for you. And together, we're going to make it through it. We're going to get through to the other side very soon.